life has been a focus of speculation and fuel for a lot of works of fiction for decades now. But how likely is the reality? Are we really ready to know the truth? The answer to the age-old question, are we alone in the universe? This is what we're getting into today as the first episode on the Random Highway Podcast. Aliens. I'm Patrick. I'm Tisha. And welcome. Alright, today's topic is aliens. I'm so excited. (laughs) First and foremost, let me say this. I've been, I don't know why, but this whole podcast thing has been, it originally started as a fun little hobby that I was going (laughs) to do, but it turns out that being being natural while you're being recorded is a lot harder than it it's a lot harder than it seems when you're listening to podcasts so instead of all of the the episode outlines and the the research and all the shit that I got into trying to put together episode one I just figured I'd pick a topic and we just talk about it so hopefully you'll enjoy okay <laughs> sound like you're hosting the next radio song okay so let's talk about aliens Superman he's an alien here's the thing as much as I'd like to think that a Superman type of alien would exist because that would be fucking awesome the truth is I think if there is, well, there's no if. I think that the life on other planets is not going to be, it's going to be similar to us in a lot of ways. Because what basic life needs to survive is the same thing that we, organisms in general, need to survive. So, I think what we're going to be looking at is beings that are a lot similar to us. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna disagree with you on that one. Okay, so you got other planets, okay, and they maybe have organisms that um, are different than ours because they're, it's different out there. Like, they, there's so many variables. Um, the temperature, the, what's in the air, because it's not gonna consist of oxygen. So maybe they're, they're built, of, uh, their structure's a little bit different. So maybe they're not the same as us. Maybe they've evolved differently. Maybe they need certain things to survive that we don't, or vice versa. This is true. I think my main concern would be, like, we as a whole, and I don't mean just, like, like the United States, I guess. I mean, like, we as, as the Earth as a whole, all the people in power, are not nice people. <laughs> so I would be scared <laughs> that... Uh, they would be maybe intimidated or just like like maybe not even intimidated but like kind of put off by us like oh these assholes you know what I'm saying and just wipe us off the board completely that would be my big worry the ironically enough I honestly think that the only way us being wiped out would be a thing is if they were in fact like people humans because They'd see a planet, they'd see resources, they'd see shit that they could use, 
and they go, want you know what? Themselves. Right. These motherfuckers are very violent and they justify it. We're doing everybody a favor. Exactly. <laughs> you know? So it's like, eh, they're wasting this planet. We might as well just right. consider it like exterminating good. roaches when you move into a new house. <laughs> and they just kind of do away with us that way. I can't way. say they'd be wrong for it. I mean, 2020 has shown us <laughs> a great many things about this, about people. Yes, this is true. But. <clears throat> I wanted to know in terms of the universe, the expansion of the universe as a whole, how much more advanced would these aliens be over us? Because the nearest planet, which is Proxima Centauri B, would take 6,300 years to get through get to with our current technology okay but having said that they might be more advanced because they're not built the same as us or they have been around a lot longer than we have that goes back to the variables thing it took so much time for life on earth to sustain itself you know the fish turning into oh, a land walker and the people you know depending on what you believe I guess but science okay <laughs> um so science, science. so but depending on where they're from they might not develop like we develop because they don't need those things so they might skip a few steps so they might have been around a lot longer had a lot longer or have different resources on their home planet to where they you know could jump ahead you know advanced uh technologically why te- that was not a word technological is the word i think i'm looking for <laughs> um but jump ahead like that to where, you know, maybe we just don't have those resources here on our planet. Certain certain uh, things here that, okay, like we have iron, okay, we have silver, we have gold, we have all these things that are in Earth. Okay, so there might be another planet that might not have that, but they have something else that's even better. There's always got to be something bigger and better out there, right? And that might yeah. cause for advancement <clears throat> on their end that we don't have, we don't have that opportunity here. I'll give you the fact that there's a lot about the universe that's theoretical because they can only see what they can see. There's no like taking samples or testing anything because they're only pointing microscopes in different directions. So I can concede on that point, but I honestly don't think the general makeup of the universe is that different in terms of what would sustain life so I don't don't know know if there would be any minerals or anything like that that would be on another planet that we wouldn't have here I think on certain planets it rains glass you know what I'm saying (laughs) like like it's not that hard of of a concept to grasp that it would be so much different somewhere else I think that's a lot of the you're either on one side of the fence or you're the on the other you know you know you have this universe okay that is Pretty much, you're going to base it on what you see in your life. You're going to base it off of... It's a reflection of what you see and believe right in front of you. And then you've got the other line of the fence that's going to be like, you know what, it is... It's unknown, theoretical. It's totally unknown. Nobody knows. So that the possibilities are endless. Who knows? We can't prove one way or the other. Just like you think it comes from life that's like ours. But you can't prove that it is. This is true. So, theoretical science is like... It's iffy. 
<laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> the, it's a guess, yes, but it is an educated guess, nonetheless. There is a lot of math and numbers that are far beyond my comprehension <laughs> that goes into that kind of stuff. So, But, like I said, I don't think, me personally, I don't think life on other planets would be that dissimilar in terms of physiology than us. Which is why, you know, potentially our planet would be appealing to aliens coming down. Or, hear me out on this one, we've had, uh, CIA has just leaked, I don't know about leaked, but they've just let forth some documents saying that, you know, yes, we are admitting to UFOs out there. That stuff, we do not know what exactly it is, but it's out there, it's been documented. We are now admitting to this, we're no longer trying to cover it up. Uh, that amid, uh, amidst all the, the COVID-19 things kind of been buried. It's a lot of, it's not known to a lot of people. Um, so I'm not buried so much as <coughs> 2019 has snuck been, it out there. Well, not even, they didn't have to sneak it because 2019 has been such a massive clusterfuck. There's been so much that's going on that there's shit that people have forgotten about this year. Like Australia, the continent as a whole was on fucking fire. Yes. And that happened towards the beginning of the shit show that is 2020. So They had already arrested a lot of people for setting them fires. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was a lot of people that got arrested, like over 200 people. It was a big deal. It was all over the news. But, we digress. <laughs> um... Oh, I don't even know what I was talking about. I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> yes. Because 2020 has been such a shit show. Okay, yeah, the CIA snuck. I didn't say snuck. I'm sorry. Well, you I, did say I, snuck. I, I did say snuck. Okay, well, I guess what I mean is exactly what and I said. They just kind of, like, all this <laughs> stuff is going on. Let us just sneak this information out there. You can't say we didn't tell you. That kind of thing. But my point on it is... Of all the UFO sightings that we used to have, we used to have so many back in the day, right? You would see Unsolved Mysteries, one of my favorite shows back as a kid. Um, but you would hear, and, and of course they're, oh no, you're crazy. That, and they're explaining it away. It's, it's a, a, a weather balloon, or it's this, it's that, it's the other. And now, like, we have people out there every now and then are be like, okay, this, something ain't right, this don't look right. You know, it might be a UFO. We don't have a lot of those um, documentations now, presently. So it makes you wonder, if we were getting visited, why we're not getting visited as much now? Is it because every time they come down here, we capture them and keep them and maybe probe them? <laughs> That's not far-fetched for our governments, okay? Maybe they've come and said, it isn't worth our time. Or, they came and they never left. That would explain a lot of people in government. <laughs> no... I don't know. They've, they've said uh, there's been uh, scientific uh, reports out in certain scientific journals saying that uh, they think octopuses. I, I'm probably not saying that right. <laughs> Octopi? <laughs> I don't know. But they're saying that it's. they think they don't have the, the makeup. I might be saying this wrong. They, might, they don't have the internal makeup like, like anything else on this planet. Like, it's just like, they're like, okay, that's weird. We really think, like, out of everything on this earth, if, if aliens came and didn't leave this would be what, what came, or this was a product of what came. Um, which, if you've seen an octopus in real life, they're creepy anyway. They're just <laughs> gross. And the thing about it is, is that alien life wouldn't have to be more
more than a few decades ahead of us to be here on Earth and have us not notice. Like 70% of the ocean is unexplored. Right. There's depths that we can't get to because of the water pressure, but we can't get down there deep enough. Right. They could easily have the technology to withstand that pressure and just be down there on the bottom of the ocean. But that's not including how long it would take them to travel here. So that puts them quite ahead, uh, ahead quite a few decades. See, I think it's going to take so many light years just to get to our planet, depending on what planet they're coming from that's habitable. Habitable? Am I saying that right? (laughs) Hopefully not. I've been sipping on some stuff tonight, y'all. You're going to have to excuse me with my words a little bit. Um, but you gotta think it's gonna it's gonna take them so many light years to get here, and then they've got to be decades ahead of us in advancement, just to you know get here before, without us noticing. Einstein's belief is that time is relative, mm-hmm. and the closer you get to the speed of light, the slower time moves from for you. Right. In in relative to like here on Earth. If you're moving at near the speed of light out of the galaxy, time's going to be moving slower for you than it would be for us here. And this is true, because I know the people that, uh, the International Space Station, they say that because they're moving at such a quick pace, trying to keep orbit, um, that they have age, they age a little bit slower, because they're going so fast. So before they can, you know, when their time up there is different, not by much, it's like minuscule, but it's enough of an impact, speed-wise, to where it is slowing down their aging process up there. I was just reading on that the other day. That's very interesting. I'm more inclined to believe that they're already here. Because another thing that came out that was in the news that people completely ignored that I think should have been way bigger, a way bigger deal than it really was, was the... the fact that NASA was in Antarctica mm-hmm. they got the go ahead the clearance to be there because they were trying to get unobstructed signals from space there was no interference in Antarctica so they sent up their equipment and they started getting signals thing is those signals were not coming from space Right. those signals were coming from underneath the ice in Antarctica right that seems to be something that people just kind of glossed over. It's like 2020's been 2020. Right, and I think they they snuck out a lot. I say snuck, it's for lack of a better term, and I think it's because so much has happened this year. From killer hornets to the COVID (laughs) to just, there's just just so much uh, that has just happened. Those are the two main things that came out that people were like, just like, really? You know, like, killer hornets, come on. Maybe those were the aliens. You never know. Murder hornets. What do I call them? Killer hornets. Killer Same hornets. difference. Same difference. Alright, so that would have been such a better name. Killer they hornets. In death. <laughs> so, uh, but I say snuck for lack of a better term because all this stuff was going on. Like, you know, they were, they had all this information last year and the year before. Oh, I was about uh, to say, they... So, they could have easily put it out in the press then. That was not a thing. They waited till all this shitstorm, so to speak, that happened. Okay, let me just quietly put this out. It's out there. You know, why why not release this stuff before? Alright, so that's why I used the term snuck. Maybe they wouldn't. That was, I feel like, it was very sneaky of them. Um, 
But my, my point being, well, one of my points being, um, he was talking about the radio signals coming from under the ice in Antarctica. I'd like to talk on how that is a no-fly zone, how every government in in every uh, part of the world, so to speak, um, is agree- in agreement of nobody's allowed to own this land, nobody's allowed to go visit, nobody's allowed to fly over it, nobody's allowed to go tour it, nobody's allowed to do... And it's got to be something serious. When you've got every government <laughs> in the world coming together saying, we agree. Every major developed country on right. this planet who cannot agree on, on what nothing. color the fucking sky is. Right. Just so happens to all agree that this particular block of land is completely off limits. There's something real screwy going on. Right. There. And then it has radio signals coming out from underneath it. Okay. Another thing I'd like to touch on is the pyramids. I know that sounds like kind of dumb because those are in Egypt. What a lot of people don't realize is there are pyramids all over the world. They are maybe not the exact same dimensions, but they are predated like way back before civilized, we'll put it that way, civilized man was roaming around. Okay, back before we had like the technology to make a lot of these pyramids. The tools, yeah. Right. And they're everywhere from in the snow, like in mountains. Okay. They've been found underwater. They've been found in the middle of the forests. They've been found in the desert. They've been found everywhere. It's crazy. Not to mention one of the pyramids of Giza, the coordinates start off with the, it, the part of the coordinates is the speed of light. See, what do you think? You, that, that can't be a coincidence. That's My, a mighty big fucking coincidence. Right. Down to the decimal. See, my, my thing is, is I know that they used, all right, so some of the Mayan ruins, okay, those are where some of the pyramids are, and they were not necessarily used for burial grounds, whereas the ones the pyramids uh, in Egypt were. So it makes you wonder, if these pyramids were put there, built there, however, I don't think they were put there for tombs, for, you know, t- for temples or whatever. I don't think that was their original purpose. I think we came after the fact. We might have added to or helped out or, you know, maybe cosmetically fixed them up a bit. Maybe. I don't know. I wasn't there, obviously. Um, but I don't think that's what their original purpose was. How are these same pyramids, maybe not completely identical, but, I mean, they're close enough to where they predate all of our modern tools to, that would have helped make these things pop up all over the planet. Quite literally, all around the globe. It don't make no sense to me. I don't feel like they were there for tombs. I feel like they were there as maybe, oh man, I can only imagine, as a as beacons, maybe, as communications, um, uh, some sort of communication something. I could not even begin to imagine what that could have been. Um, I've always been under the belief that they were communication hubs of some kind. Okay. And I think that they took the bulk of their tech with them when they left. <laughs> right. Well, that, or it could have been, and I've always been partial to the idea, okay, they had to get here somehow, right? And when they got here, if and when they did part out, okay, they had to have left. So, maybe, alright, so you know how, like, the rockets, when they're, for NASA, they're blasting up the rockets to get them up to to the ISS or whatever? Mm-hmm. Alright, so you know how they have the, the blast-away things at the, at the bottom when it finally goes and they have this breakaway part at the end? Something like that. Um, but for the spaceships, for whatever, well, I say spaceships, whatever it is they're using to transport themselves 
or maybe they were landing gears and and it's just over time that's you know what they had built and that's just what it ended well, up being like, like what you were saying about beacons they could have easily been designed to we just don't have the kind of power sources capable of running them yet or at all maybe it's not from this planet they took whatever we need it needed to power them up with them when they left this is very possible I wonder now I'm not very knowledgeable on this I should probably look into it before I start speaking like I know something but I wonder <laughs> how deep they've dug up under I know they've explored inside the pyramids but how deep, how deep they have dug underneath the pyramids I'm sure that's a thing I'm sure I'm not the first person that saw that but I wonder what's up under like like really up underneath them if it just ends like it's flat and that's that's it the bottom's the bottom or if there's like a bunch of stuff going on underneath I need to look into that before I just because that's actually a curiosity of mine. What my problem is that there are s- the pyramids that are so similar in different parts of the world in different time frames. And I'm not talking about by a few years, even a few decades. I'm talking by a century or two. These things differ in parts of the world where at the time people didn't know the world was bigger than what they could see there right so it's not like they would have traveled right. overseas and there was found no communications back then not like we have today exactly and so there's no way to say hey look we made this pyramid it worked out really really cool it's maybe you awesome. want to try too right so there yeah. was no way of communicating that so for that to be non-existent at the time us not have the tools to make them like i know they said like they had a lot of people it's it's Depending on what side you ask. First it was the slaves built the pyramids. Now they're saying no. They were well paid. Whatever. But either way they had workers. We'll put it that way. Building the pyramids. Okay. Yeah no. I'm pretty sure they were slaves. It depends on if you're reading the Bible. Or it depends on if you're going on on some science. Because some people are saying that like that's not a thing. Different topic. Different day. So. The workers. Slaves whoever the Egyptians okay they're building these pyramids some of these even with the technology that they had at the time for the time frame that they built these pyramids there it's it's hard to imagine that they they were able to accomplish that okay turn around and the Mayans are doing it they not sure exactly who built the ones in the snow and the ice not sure exactly who's building the ones that were underwater the ones that were supposed to be Atlantis so to speak um, and they're and not just Atlantis because they've got them under the water and like off the coast of Japan, I believe. There's some more over here by Cuba. Um, they're they're everywhere under the water and like people are not and they're like they're not sure about that. Like who built those? How do they get the the measurements? How do they get you know the designs? How do they get the stuff? To, how do they do this? Because at the time the tools were not available to them. That that's my question. How did they know to build these pyramids? That all falls. I don't know. That's a very good question. Right. That we will answer right after this. We'll be right back. Where did we leave off? 
the answers to the universe. Which, by the way, he promised you right before the break. We don't have. He lied. <laughs> so the answers <laughs> to the universe are nachos. Thought it was forty-two. What? Twenty-three? It was one of them numbers. <laughs> I don't remember. No, it's nachos. That's the answer to the all the secrets of the universe. The, the answer is nachos. I'm uh, feeling like it might be Taco Bell. I'm feeling real Taco Bellish right now. <laughs> nah. <laughs> okay, so I want to touch on giants. We're talking about aliens. I'm kind of like, I don't want to veer away from that, but I like maybe connect too because like maybe. All right, so we have found some uh, giant skeletons. Like, and I don't mean like giant. Like, you know, they were like nine foot tall, which some of them were. A lot of them were. They found a whole massive grave. Of nine foot, ten foot, eleven foot skeleton remains. Thing about it is, what I didn't realize until I started, until I just we decided to go into aliens as an episode was that the first documented uh, UFO sighting was in freaking 1639. This has been a thing for a lot longer than I realized. And the John Winthrop was the he was the uh, governor of the uh, Massachusetts Bay Colony at the time. Of course, newly settled here in uh, the Americas, he documented what he described in a secondhand account from t- uh, two guys he believed to be of sound mind. Who documented the lights and the patterns of which the lights moved in the sky? Okay. And this was shit. I don't remember where it was, but <laughs> okay. it was here. Yeah, okay. America. So this isn't like new, but these giant bones. If it's true, those date back like hundreds if not thousands of years makes you wonder when the a lot of these bones because they're not just found I don't want to say they're just like in America it wasn't like that these are found all over okay so it wasn't like this is an American thing only obviously there's sightings everywhere um they're finding these bones they're digging up these bones everywhere um things such as Stonehenge um, Easter Island, the giant steps in Chile. Okay, um, they've got the salt mines. I think they're in the um, I'm gonna mispronounce this Semnan province. They're everywhere, and these are all places um, that things exist. Some of them being natural wonders of the world. That there is no way, even now, we barely have the technology to and the tools to get it, you know, we could, like, to replicate Stonehenge, we could. We've built skyscrapers, but these stones are humongous, and they are built, and I say built, stacked on each other in such a way, they did not have, even with leverage and the pulley system and all that that they might have used back then, there's no way. You cannot convince me. Otherwise, there's just no way. And then you've got these giants come into play. Now it makes sense. The giant steps that are just—they've got ba- like they've got regular steps next to these giant steps, okay? 
and it makes the regular size, like human size steps, look like like a miniature toy. That's how big these stairs are. Um, it's ridiculous. They they're there for a reason. Nobody See, just. The only problem I have with that is that I'm not sure. And maybe it's a human ego thing, but I'm not sure a species would have had the capability to travel so far, so fast, you know, all those thousands of years ago. Because, like I said, and again, I do realize I have to take into account that different circumstances would come together to create life in different on different right. planets. But the nearest Earth-like planet that is capable of sustaining life, or believed to be at this point, sustaining life like ours, six thousand three hundred years. Okay, but that's sustaining life like ours. How do we know that their life is is going to be sustainable like ours? That's that's my point. There are so many variables out there that you don't know. Like what we need to sustain our life. This might not be what they needed to sustain theirs. Maybe they need one less thing, and we just need that one extra thing, whatever that thing might be. Okay, I can be see it where you're oxygen, coming from. Be it water, just you know, just that one extra thing that they don't really need that, like we can't live without, kind of thing. All right, the reason I say this. Okay, so we have all these giant monuments all around the world that really we can't. They're, they're called wonders of the world for a reason because we cannot scientifically, logically. Like just kind of explain them away okay we have tried and you might get a half-hearted attempt but like in the long run if you look at it logistically it just doesn't make sense there's no way that us humans created some of these things there was like that or there's some like and a lot of people talk about that there's some technology that has just been lost through time like where did it go that's another thing yeah, i think that might be a topic for a whole new episode yeah. but to touch briefly on it i think there was a lot more sophisticated technology and techniques that were just lost to time. Or was it taken back with them when they left? That would explain some of the giant uh, skeletons that they're finding everywhere. Okay? They're not huge, but they're a lot bigger than we are. So here's my theory. Just a theory. Something I just made up in my head just now. (laughs) Okay? So, I'm thinking these so it's a well thought out theory. Oh yeah, very, very well thought out. So I'm thinking these maybe giants. Maybe not in the, maybe their bone structure might be the same, but maybe that's where it ends. Some giants, like I'm talking like huge. Come down here. Okay? Something to do with the pyramids. I'm still I'm still really thinking that maybe that's working connected. On that yeah, I'm not working on that one. That's a, that's a work in progress. Okay, so they come down here and then they populate. Okay, they're trying to see if they can inhabit this earth. Okay, hypothetically. And then they see, okay, down here there's there's less air. Less air means you don't grow as big, believe it or not. It's just like putting a goldfish in a bigger pond, they grow bigger. Okay, same thing. If oxygen was, was if we had more oxygen on earth, uh, in our atmosphere, it would we would get bigger, but so would all of our wildlife. Talk about, like, big spiders and... It would be terrifying. Okay, so maybe, okay, on that train of thought, giants come down here. We're gonna... This is great. All these resources. 
And then they realize that their offspring are getting smaller and smaller and smaller because the Earth is so, so uh, not as concentrated in air. Like maybe one of their planets may or may not be. Okay, which would explain over the years how we are finding some of these giant skeletons. They're not as giant as the original giants because I still believe they took off. Okay, so now you got these medium-sized giants and they've all died off, but those are the skeletons we're finding. But that would also explain how the pyramids got built. That would also explain how Stonehenge got built. It would explain Easter Island, why they had all these statues um, of giants, how they were made and how they were carved and buried in the, in, in the ground like that as maybe a tribute to you know, their their elders or their, their people that went back. I saw a meme, well, drawing, a sketch okay. of uh, Stonehenge the other day that basically showed it as incomplete, that there are pieces missing, and originally it was a landing site. So what if that were the case? That would be interesting. And that there were pieces of these things missing. Well, they said for years they wouldn't let them dig past the heads. Like, that's all there was. They would let you see the heads. When they started digging, they realized it wasn't just the heads there. It was like there were bodies attached to it. So as big as these skulls, these, I don't know exactly, some stone, some sort of stone that they ran out. I don't know if it was granite or what, but um, these stone heads that were huge and, and perfectly carved out. I mean, it was like art. That was just the tip of the iceberg, so to speak. There was, like, a whole body of this stone, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, vertically in the ground. It didn't make no sense. I'm not sure if it was a whole body, but there is definitely more underneath the surface, from what I understand. Shoulders and arms and a chest. I mean, I would like to see them keep digging to the bottom, and if they haven't, why not? We are so curious as a, as a people, just in general scientists and governments, you know, what what secrets is there we need to know so we have that power and that knowledge and that information. And, but they haven't dug to the bottom that, that doesn't seem fishy to you? We get an alien and the first thing we want to do is test it and poke it and prod it and, and know everything about it, you know? Of course, it seems very suspicious to me. I personally am of the belief that there are aliens here now, behind the scenes running the show. I don't think they pulled the, I think a lot of people were expecting the whole, like, Independence Day style, you know, kick in the front door thing. I think these motherfuckers just sort of slipped in through the cracks and just sort of blended in. I think they're here now, but, again, that's a... The reptile people? I don't know about all that. <laughs> I don't know about all that. The I think I'm going to sit with my, with my theory with Giant. Because I think it's an interesting theory. I might be, uh, well, 99 to 1, I'm probably wrong. But I think it's an interesting theory. There were, there is irrefutable proof there were giants on our planet. From the skeletons to um, the different monuments to the salt mines. Um, they've got footprints, um, like in stone. You know, like if um, you're drying cement and you put your hand in there and you make your little handprint and it's it's there forever well until it degrades okay same thing same thing but in stone and they've got these footprints almost like almost like fossilized okay that's been there and there you can step your foot in there and it's just massive the footprint that's in there like if you just put your foot in there like it would just engulf it it's ridiculous um but they and they've got this stuff everywhere like they've got irrefutable proof that something 
We don't know what, but something. And then we got these, these skeletons. And we got all this stuff, you know, all these unexplained things that would only make sense if there were giants involved. Um, the hieroglyphs that they have found on the walls, not just in Egypt, but in several places all over the world, um, depicting giants making these monuments. And then little people around the giants. And these are predating, you know, what I would, from what I understand, this is going to predate the, um, not the alien information, but like the communication issues. Okay, so this isn't where there wasn't really t stories told globally. This is all lore and whatever, you know, that, that you're taking in from what's in your own backyard, kind of, so to speak. Because travel wasn't a big thing back then. Um, it, you weren't able to get very far. You had all these diseases. Um, that kind of kept a lot of people kind of tight-knit, you know, close to their house, um, or to their, their village or whatever. So, you didn't have that communication, you didn't have that travel, and yet you're having these same, uh, hieroglyphs, so to speak. Pictures painted on cave walls, or pictures painted on the inside of, uh, pyramids, or what, you know, where, just wherever, and they're all depicting giants standing with a bunch of little people making these monuments that we, for the life of us, can't figure out how they were made. Because the technology and the tools were not available. So, yeah, I'm thinking there's giants. Obviously not now. We would actually see them if we walked outside. And, you know, we, they would be noticeable. I think there was at one point in time. What if they were still here? That goes back to the Antarctica thing. You know what? You're absolutely right. They could be because under the ice. Because I've read theories that Antarctica, the ice of Antarctica, actually seals off a gateway to it world inside our own. If there's stuff below the surface, underground societies there. Maybe that's where the giants are. That would make or a, a genetic spinoff <laughs> of the giants. This could be true. That could be very true. That's actually very interesting. I never thought about that, but I am going to think about it now. That's actually very... Because <laughs> what if the reason why Antarctica is off-limits to everybody is that we know they'll come out and squish us like bugs if we keep messing with them so you know what truce kind of <laughs> agreement was reached right because who knows there might be something about the atmosphere or the, the conditions underground that might suit the aliens better well and that goes back like you've watched these movies like journey to the center of the earth um, I think that's one with Brendan Fraser in it, where they, they, they go down in there, and the, the atmosphere is so much different out there that it's got its own ecosystem. That can't be that far-fetched. I mean, you got to think, most of the things you can see in a movie, if you can think it and imagine it, and you can see it in a movie, aside from some of them really throwed off crazy sci-fis, um, there's got to be a spit of truth to it. You know what I'm saying? Or it's got to come off of some kind of theoretical science. You know what I'm saying? For them to... Hey, what if this, you know, and it might be possible. We don't know, because we're not allowed to go check it out. The general public doesn't know. Who, if you think anybody had access to that information, who do you think it is? You think the, pre okay, the President of the United States, do you think he's privy to all that goes on out there? Oh, no, hell no. No? You think that they're kept out from that? So who do you think would be, in, not in control, I guess, of, but, like, who would be privy to that information? Like, it would be, like... Secret Service, or is there like a whole nother Illuminati? Ooh. I think there's a whole nother group. The 
that's made up of people who are hiding in plain sight. The quarter vowels. <laughs> See, no. <laughs> you in DC Comics. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> but I think there are people who are hiding in plain sight who know exactly what's going on. The people who have control of all the money and the resources who are very much aware of what's going on. I don't think the president... So the Illuminati. I think there's designed... The system is designed for there to be a level of plausible deniability. Right. So they're not going to put anyone... Well, I don't think they want to cause the chaos. Yeah. Could you imagine the mass panic, especially nowadays, a lot of people are dumbed down because of the technology and they're always on their phone, dur dur right? See, but that's another thing. That's a whole other aspect. Technology has grown leaps and bounds in a really short amount of time. I was just looking at this. Uh, I was reading something the other day that was talking about the it was about basically storage of information. How what a what the storage for five megabytes of data was when computers were in their infancy versus what you know a terabyte of storage is now. Like the Xbox. Yeah, right. Yeah, like the Xbox okay, is a terabyte. And you see how small the damn Xbox is. I could fit it in my backpack. And that's a whole terabyte worth of storage. There's all kinds of shit that you can store on a full one terabyte right. worth of data storage. And that's a the time frame that we've made these leaps just seems so short to make such huge leaps considering reverse, tech, uh, reverse, reverse engineering. engineering. Yeah, no, reverse technology. I'm, I'm, reverse to engineering <laughs> of said technology. How's that? That um, makes more sense. <laughs> That would, uh, and that goes back to alien stuff. Because there's no, I mean, I'm not saying that we as a people are stupid. We have some really brilliant minds out there. Um, but I also think that those brilliant minds are censored a lot. Or, oh, hey, you've got information. Because knowledge is power. We can use that information to to our benefit, to, to our gain. You know, said such and such government. Come work for us, or we're going to make you work for us. Kind of thing. So that, and I know that happens, I know that goes on, I'm, I'm not blind to that. However, even with all these brilliant minds, for us to leap ahead so far and then come to a lull, and then leap ahead again so far and then come to a little lull, and it's just, it's funny how, how quick, like you said, the advancement stage was. It was just like from zero to 60 in no time. And I think people like Nikola Tesla, for example, oh man, that man who has all these ideas and who who could have quite literally if given the opportunity and the resources to do so could have we could be looking at a completely different world as but we, we know have it we now. live in a world of Edison's okay <laughs> so to speak I love that analogy we live in a world of Edison's to where that that's not the case that man poor guy died alone and broke and broke and in serious debt. He was, and his stuff was taken by the government, and still to this day has not been released. Oh, we don't, we don't have it. We don't know where. It, but there's documents of them taking it. Everybody knows they took it, but they won't admit to it. They won't release what they've got. But then now look at us. Now we got 5G. Most of his work was on 
communications was on signal on on being able to um i think the biggest most um influential piece of um work he had was the wireless transmission of power yes the idea that you could transmit power to other places he had wi-fi going on before wi-fi was a thing which was before anybody understood the concept right. of Wi-Fi. And of course, this is dangerous back then, or the scary back then. And, and they, that's just it. And the government wanted his stuff, so they discredited him at every turn. Hey, look, Edison stole my idea. No, he didn't. You were wrong. You know what I'm saying? Discredit him, make him feel bunk. You know, bunk him out. And that way, they can monetize and let loose this information that they now have access to when they see fit, when it's profitable to them. And that's not the only case I'm sure that they've done that in, but that's the one of the more notable ones. Um, I'm a very big believer that Edison's can suck my toe. I think it's not right how they did that man. Not Edison, uh, Nikola Tesla. I think he is way ahead, a man way ahead of his time. How did we get on Tesla when we was talking about aliens? <laughs> oh, the advancements in technology. Okay, that makes sense. Reverse engineering alien technology. And basically, yes. <laughs> he just kind of basically he just kind of looked at me. I'm sorry, guys. Once again, we are sipping and having us a good time tonight. So there might be a few lulls in here. <laughs> You'll have to bear with us. No, the point is, is that what amazes me is how early in our civilization as a species profit took hold. Can you imagine the world we'd be, we'd be living in if Tesla was given the opportunity and the resources to just go? Like, here. Here's everything you need to do what you need to do. Just go. Right. The world that the, that people who were adults in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, the world they thought that they were going to see in the... Now? Now, in the, you know, 70, 80 years into the future, we could have had that world flying cars and the, with all the, the people that won't fill up their gas tank no no we wouldn't <laughs> we'd have cars dropping from the sky I know my car I can make it no that's a bad idea oh, no, thank shit. you I have been stranded myself a couple of times because either I wasn't paying attention or I know my vehicle or I just didn't have the money and I was trying to get to a gas station trying to squeeze out a day or you know a day or so more uh-uh. I am not trusting somebody with a flying car. Absolutely not. I could see being one. I could see being one of those people because I remember <laughs> when working in Dallas and FYI, we're in Houston. Um, working out of town, heading up there for work, got maybe ten minutes from the job and ran out of gas on the freeway. Oh, that's gonna suck. And it wasn't a, an area where there was a shoulder for me to pull over to. Oh. <laughs> well, That's Dallas funny. PD, he actually pushed me uphill, mind <laughs> you, by himself. He nice. told me to get in the driver's seat, just steer. He pushed me uphill. When we got to the top of the hill, he let it roll down. I was able to get off on the exit. He set out the road flares and took me to get gas. Good Lord, was he a bodybuilder? Or, like, you know, like, just, 
That's crazy. Short and stout, like a teapot. But, um, <laughs> no, seriously, because he was a little shorter than me. Okay. But he was really fucking small. Now, mind you, I drove a PT Cruiser at the time, so it's Ew. not like it was a. Well, I mean, that's kind of karma vehicle. then, because PT was... Cruisers are ass. Shut up. <laughs> Such a girly car. That's so funny. The point is, I could imagine being one of those people where my car would <laughs> fall out of the sky because. Just like. And it have nothing to do with money. It would be all ego. Like I know my car. I know I can make it. It's not a problem. And then shoo. He's like, we got helicopters, which are just about the same thing. They got the little. Okay, I was looking on the internet the other day, and they've got these cars where you sit on it, almost like a four wheeler, but they got the little helios. Uh, they look like um, I don't know, little spinny thingies. I know I'm not saying it right. Um, propellers. And there, there's four of them, and you sit on it almost like a four-wheeler, and it lifts up like a helicopter. And you can literally hover and go places. So I imagine that's not far off. Now, you've got to think. You've got to be careful with that, because if you're just goofing off, and you, oh, look, I'm on top of somebody, and go down, you're going to chop somebody's head off. And I know that's not like, that actually is a very big deal. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to say it's not. I know it doesn't seem like that would be a thing, but there are some really malicious people out there, or just really not smart ones you know what i'm saying or clumsier however you want to spin it but i think at the moment we have too many dude bros <laughs> in our society for that to be safe they there need to be some serious safety precautions right hi my name is such and such welcome to jackass <laughs> yeah no i think that's a horrible idea uh, people today are not responsible enough to to, to yeah, handle that, that kind sort of, of technology. yeah absolutely but the not. The problem is, is that engineering is you can get the materials you need to build shit for such a low price now that anybody could do it. I watched a video of a young guy overseas who built like a a hover right. bike it had two uh, giant like fans you know the fans they put on the back of those power boats that you see going through the swamp uh-huh. he had two of those one in the front one in the back and it lifted and it was like a motorcycle but he could control that direction cool. well like now you can you can order a helicopter piece by piece off the internet like I'm no joke you can go to Amazon um, and there's other sites you can go on where you can literally order a helicopter. They will ship it to your door. You just have to put it together. That does not surprise Then you me. own a helicopter. That's terrifying, <laughs> thinking of some of the people that are inhabiting this planet. That is absolutely scary to me. Um, but it's also fairly amazing. I mean, you're in an age where you can go buy a helicopter if that's what you feel like you need to do. As long as you read the instruction manual on how to put it together correctly, you should be fine. And technology has gotten to the point now where it's so quick, it's so quickly adaptable. Take the this whole pandemic thing okay. right now. Look how fast they were able to adapt the situation to where children could be at home but still participate in class. Our children participate in class interacting with teachers and their peers but they're not on the same property as them right and that was technology that they had to adapt quickly 
yes and no. It's already, I feel like it was already there, just maybe not on such a wide scale basis. It That's was, my point. I would say, because it was the, already they there. They had to adapt this technology right. quick. They had a small window in which they had to adapt it before school started. They had to push it back a couple weeks here and right. there. But for the most part, they adapted this technology to suit their needs really fucking quick. I think most of it would be just um, on a mass scale. But you got to think, companies have been doing it for years with the conference calls and whatever, you know, when the um, president or any other high CEO, whatever, has meetings and they're in an airplane. They can do that, and they've been doing it for years. Um, I think what um, what I would understand on that would be like the, the mass scale, because it's not just one conference call. These are schools across not just our country, but all the countries are now doing online learning, um, and they're having to push out them, which is funny because, hear me out on this one, we didn't have, look, conspiracy theory junkie over here, we didn't have the 5G available to us prior to this school year. Not here in America anyway. It was available in China and some or certain other places. But it was not available to us here. Not yet. They were pushing advertising. It was all over online. I was starting to see commercials come out. But it wasn't available here yet. Then we hit the pandemic. Oh no, how are we going to do this on such a mass scale and have the signal and the boost and all? And then bam, here's the 5G. I think that's a little coincidental. That's just my my take on it. Because they weren't pushing it. They were just kind of advertising, letting you know, you know. I would like to say desensitizing people to it. Like, they were already starting to put up towers. And as they're putting up the towers, they're putting out that advertising. Like, okay, this is a thing. And it's going to be newer and better and bigger and awesome. And, and you know what I'm saying? And they're kind of just putting there's, that seed in your ear. There's so much about technology that's terrifying. Like... Now that you mention it, I'm planning a whole episode, episode on, I'm serious, on, no, not just technology, but AI in particular. That's going to be a whole thing on That'll itself. be a fun one. I was reading, totally off topic, about the AIs, a meme today. Um, it was two AIs, they had to shut it down. They had, they had made these AIs yeah. because they were talking they wanted them to talk. It was for a conflict resolution is what they made them for. Language. But what they don't tell you, here's what, and I, I was digging to the bottom of this, what they don't tell you what they were talking about. They were able to decode the language. Do you know what they were saying to each other? No. They were asking each other, no joke, for nude pictures. One AI was talking to the other AI in a secret language, and the AIs were asking each other to send nudes. That's what they decoded it to real talk I shit you not that is I'm not just saying that like that was it was a big ordeal they're talking to each other they're learning they're learning their own language they were supposed to do conflict resolution and they are literally asking for boot pictures from an autonomous robot that has nothing still <laughs> it's crazy we're gonna go into a whole episode about that another time not so distant future <laughs> yes. but I think that's gonna wrap up today um, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Um, come hang out with us next week. I have been Patrick. I have been Tisha. All right, and we'll see you next week. Take care.